Mole, 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 Nari. Yeah, Stewie. Whoa, nice one. I was wondering where you were going with that. Guess who Guess who took Molinari last week? Yeah, uh, not me. No, you didn't. But that's, I did. Uh, that's uh, another one under the belt for you. We'll get into that. Welcome back to another episode of Uncle Stu's Commute. How's the, how are the roads looking, Stewie? Uh, they are looking slow and painful. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, uh, hey, yesterday was brutal, man. There was a six-car pileup in the right after the O'Hare Oasis, so I spent uh, about two hours and 20 minutes getting home yesterday. Yikes. And uh, Yeah, I just, just jumped on the road here, and uh, I'm already backed up, and it's only like 4.45. Okay. So, uh, you know, two, a, little, a little Tuesday slow day, I guess. This good weather is getting everybody out of work early, huh? I guess, I guess so. People are getting the itch and jumping early. <laughs> okay. I guess you have to jump even earlier. Yeah. Um, we had the Ar- Arnold Palmer last week still. We sure did. Um, I, t- I don't know what happened. You don't know what happened outside of Molinari shooting 64 on Sunday to win? No man, I just I drank so many adult uh, Arnold Palmers to just forget about what was going on. I never, I didn't see a shot. <laughs> um, yeah, I had a pretty. I got after it this weekend too, actually. Now that I think about it. Um, but yeah, my. Tea, what are you drinking? I got nothing right now. Oh bummer. Uh, the wife just got back from the gym. Um. So yeah, so I, sh- she, I should probably go grab something, huh? I was gonna say she's fixing you a cocktail in the kitchen right now. Uh, give me two seconds. I'll be right back. <laughs> All right, I'm back, Stu. He's back. Revolution, a little crazy, is what what we're going with. Uh, yeah, let's let's do that one. Got into these late Sunday night. Made a, uh, I think we made a ten thirty, eleven o'clock beer run on on Sunday night. <laughs> so, oh boy, is that kind of weekend, huh? Things got a little crazy. There you go. Anyway, back to it. Molinari, a little crazy on Sunday. Sixty four at Bay Just Hill. a little. Just a little bit. Made eight birdies to no bogeys. Comes out of nowhere to win. I think he finished like two or three hours ahead of the leaders. Yes. But, uh, in the big league, my team number one had Molinari slated. Hey-o. Which oh, vol- what is that? What? So what is that, like six for seven for you? Uh, that's the fourth winner in that league. Five, four, four out of- five out of the last seven weeks in total. Jesus. Yep. Um, <sighs> that vaulted me to fourth in that league, too. <laughs> Did it really? I'm currently sitting fourth. A third third of the way through the year in fourth place. Oh, okay. I, have an- I have another team now cashing again. Um, and three out of my four teams in the top 100 still. Wow. Where's your other cashing? What, what, what position? Um, I have to look. 
it's a little farther down, like 40s, 30s, 40s, something like that. I'll pull it up. Jeez. Yeah, baby. Wow, man, that's awesome. So if giddy up, giddy, giddy up. Giddy up. Um, yeah, man. In the small league, I took Rory, which was looking good for a while. Yet again, he didn't show up on Sunday. Yet again, so yeah, disappointing there. How about you, Stewie? Yeah, I took uh, I took Ricky in the uh, both the small league and on one of my big league teams. So I was uh, nervously biting my fingernails uh, on Friday because he almost missed the cut. Um, so he came back. He made the cut. Didn't do anything on Saturday, and then Sunday came out in a charge. I think he was five or six under after the front nine. And I was like, here we go. He's just got to post a couple more low numbers. And the back nine is very gettable, um, you know, especially with the two par fives. Uh, I was thinking he was going to put up three or four more under on the back nine, man. And I thought I'd be staring down, you know, a nice little payday, if not him pulling down the win. But, yeah, he just uh, he really choked, put up a bogey, put up a double bogey. Um, so he ended up finishing, I want to say, 36th or 40th, tied for 36th or 40th. So, uh, yeah, no, no real help there. Um, and in the big league, who else did I have? Um, I want to say I had um, uh, Adam, is Adam Scott, right? Uh, I'll get there soon enough. Yeah, who did I have? I had. Oh no, I had Fleetwood, uh, no show. Yeah, I had Luke List. Um, ended up finishing, if I remember, pretty well off. But uh, again, one of those guys who was very close to missing the cut, so he didn't place maybe like top 20. Uh, he snuck out. And then uh, I had, uh, is that right? Daniel Berger? Um, Am I looking at the wrong week here? I'm looking at the wrong week. Yeah, that was, had, that was the week prior. Fleetwood definitely played last week and played yeah, well. Uh, wrong week. Uh, Rosie? No, that's you. Jesus, man, I'm driving. I can't read. Uh, if you got it up, tell I'm, me. I'm almost Stenson, there. I'm almost, Stenson, I'm almost Desham- there. <laughs> Stenson, DeChambeau, and uh, McElroy. Yeah. DeChambeau uh, didn't show up this week. No. So Stenson, I believe, missed the cut. Um, so, yeah, uh, all said and done, man, I am still cold as ice. Uh, personal betting-wise, uh, also just an, uh, a horrendous beatdown. Um, ha- had some of the, the guys we talked about. Uh, I threw some flyers uh, in on Friday. Uh, or, uh, and then basically by uh, Sunday, before Sunday morning tee-off, I had to make a decision. Uh, I was staring at uh, Fitzpatrick and Rory in the one-two slot, and with the bets I had already laid, I was still getting pretty decent odds. Uh, Fitzy was still going off at like five to one. Uh, Rory was going off at uh, two to one, I want to say, or one point six five to one. So I basically had to make a decision because uh, with Rory's lower odds and good chances of winning. Um, what I needed to lay as a hedge, I basically had to pick both or pick one or the other and then risk the fact that 
if it was one of those top two guys coming down the stretch, I probably would lose out and wouldn't be able to hedge enough to even myself out or win. I just locked myself into a lower loss. So I decided to lock the one, two guys before the day started, uh, take my chances. Uh, but that also unfortunately locked me out of the rest of the day from, uh, trying to compete. And, uh, yeah, here comes Molinari. I couldn't really do anything about it. Should have listened to me last week, Stu. I said, bet my starting lineup and leave it alone. And I, you I would, and you at Fleetwood, twenty-five to one would have been a nice payday. I uh, I know, man, and uh, you know I, I learned my lesson uh, at least a little bit this week. I've decided to go ahead and uh, use your recommendations for my starting bets because I usually place my bets on Mondays, um, yeah. right right when the lines come out because the lines are usually much better. And then as people are picking and choosing on the favorites, the the favorites odds start usually drifting. Uh, to the worst end of it. So you got to get on the favorites kind of early because um, they usually all start around that 12 to 20 to one. But as, as money gets laid, they start dropping. And for some events, man, you could be looking at, you know, under 10 to one uh, by the time Wednesday or Thursday rolls around. So I usually lock, I usually lock favorites at least by Monday. So yeah, unfortunately I, I didn't take your advice and uh, yeah, I, I paid the price. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't. I, I don't know. I don't know when I'm going to learn my lesson, man. <laughs> man, I'm just on fire. I was looking it up. Um, um, my second best team is in 40th place. Um, top 48 paid, and like I said before, sitting sitting in fourth place right now. So if the oh. se- season were to end today, how far off of one are you? It's like how, how much money? It's pretty tight. Uh, like eight hundred thousand. That's it. Yeah, eight, oh, like buddy. eight thousand five hundred. So I'm eight thousand five hundred and earnings away from twenty five hundred dollar first prize still. Oh, buddy! Oh, baby! Striking distance. Yeah, man. That's uh, that's how I felt uh, last year after you know weeks two through nine. I think it was sitting in the second to fourth slot myself. Uh, and then uh and then i just hit a hit a roadblock it's gonna be nail biter man <laughs> yeah man there's a, there's a lot of golf left but uh a lot yeah, of golf man. left <laughs> but uh it's it's always nice early on to be up there and it's also nice that your teams man you've diversified nicely you've got you've got three teams up there that you, you, you can pick these winners it's uh you're sitting in a really good driver's seat right now man. and then my d team is like well like down in the 400s so yeah. I, I lined them up nicely um, yeah my, my a team is down in the in the 400s oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, well Brutal. well let's look forward let's look forward Stu. Let's look forward. Got the players this week. Let's let's turn the page big, to the players. Big old tourney this week. Um, this is the first the first real dose of the new schedule we're getting this year with uh, yeah with the players in March as opposed to May. So a yep. lot of lot of talk on the old golf channel about different wind directions. It's a, playing a lot softer. Um, the conditions that is, but they're saying that. Pete Dye designed it for this this wind that allegedly is coming out of the north this week. So allegedly it's gonna play a little more difficult for the wind, even though it's not as firm. So um a lot of a lot of talk out there about that. Um so we're kinda uncharted territory playing in March instead of May. So we'll see 
if any historical trends uh, continue or if uh, we'll see see kind of a shocker, somebody that we wouldn't know. But I um, feel like Cream rises to the top for this tourney. Usually it's a big name coming out at the end. Um, so it is the players, man. It is I mean, the players. Is, the players are playing. So you, since you're driving, um, in the big league you have Adam Scott, Jason Day, Brooks Kepka, and Ian Poulter this week. Yeah, and interestingly enough, man, we got Jason Day uh, who had to withdraw from the API last week due to a uh, torn uh, L4, L5 disc in his back. Yikes. Make, sounds, making a, sounds like Tiger. <laughs> sounds like Tiger. Tiger's coming back, so we're going to have a battle of the backs uh, coming through. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Interestingly, uh, you know, I know you and I had talked about uh, trying to get a bet into Bovada. So I, I went through the process last week to fi- at least figure out how to get a, a request in. Um, I submitted a request, and now now I, that I just mentioned that, I might have to submit another one to see if I can get Day and Tiger versus the field, see what kind of odds we can get for that. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, but I put one in. I haven't got any feedback, and I didn't see the line offered yet, but I did submit the request. I put a... Uh, I put an all-Euro team offer together with uh, McElroy, Alex Noren, Ian Coulter, and Molinari versus the field. Interesting. I proposed, and there was the other thing. I wasn't too sure. I sent you some screen text uh, during the API of what the guy from Bovada was telling me. Uh, but I proposed a line because it sounded like you had to, which is interesting. Um, so I threw it out there at, uh, four to one. So I don't know, uh, what or if it's, uh, it's kind of my first time ever trying to come up with a line, uh, for a bookie. So I didn't really know what to do. So I kind of just looked at what was out there and Rory's going off at 12 to one. I figured, you know, adding three other guys to the mix has to decrease his odds. Um, uh, decrease the overall odds, right? So I don't know. Came up with four to one. We'll see. We'll see if they take it. We'll see if they post it. If you see it out there, that there's your cannonball bet this week. Do they? They want you to give you the line, or like you just have players and they make the line up? Yeah, that's well. That's what I thought. But in that, uh, I, I kind of sent you the text. So last week I asked, you know, okay, it's round two of the Arnold Palmer. Uh, they had a bunch of uh, uh, three-ball bets going. So basically, you, you give three guys, and whoever does the best for the for round two of API. So all I did was I picked three different guys that weren't being offered in the three-ball bet. And I said, hey, can you create me a round two three-ball for the Arnold Palmer with these three guys? And the guy came back with, I don't understand. <laughs> you know, please, please tell me the odds, and please be specific on what bet you're trying to place. You know, I, I can propose it, but I need to give it to my management with everything. And I'm like, so I need to propose the odds? And he's like, yeah, it's not clear. I'm like, interesting. I never thought about that. Well, let me get back to you. So I, I decided to put one in this week after I had at least a little bit of a chance to put some odds against it. Because next thing I know, they'd probably like, put the line out there like, and they'd be like, where's your bet, guy? That's we so, created that's this for so, you. Yeah, it's so weird, though. Like. Yeah, I want. I, like, I, I want a thousand. I thought you would create the line. I want a thousand to one, like with yeah. no matter what I give you, like yeah, like, uh, reject. Well, I just assume they reject it at that point. But you know, so I'm like, uh, I don't know. Maybe they, maybe they don't have the capability, or they're just like, give me something to start with, and we'll see if it's even close. 
Okay. So I don't know, man. We'll see. Um, I'm looking at my picks for the players. Interesting. Um, Alex Noren on team mm-hmm. no, on team number one. So we're really rooting for him. <laughs> yes. Um, Francesco Molinari going back to back. Okay, it can be done. <laughs> Brooks Kapka. Uh, that's interesting. I don't know how much I like that, but I love Brooksy, so whatever. And Rory, again. So I picked Rory and Francesco in back-to-back weeks. Those aren't bad picks, my man. Yeah, yeah. We'll see how that plays out. We'll see Rory, how that plays out. Rory's playing really, really good right now. The guy's uh, got got every position in, in top five except for number one. He just got to, I mean, yeah, he's got to just get through that finish line. Just gotta plow through. He's gotta break the ice. Like this week, maybe. Yeah, this would be a good week for it. But he's on my team four, so I'm rooting least for that one. Who's on your team one, Norin? Yeah. Okay. Norin. I bet you. I bet you nobody's got him, or hardly anybody. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. Probably. That would that that would vault you well above, uh, sir. That would be very interesting. I'll pull up who has who here in a second. Um, that's the other oh, thing. Yeah. Interesting. Last week, only nine people have Molinari. <laughs> so, max value there. Because you were in like you were like in bottom thirty, right? Yeah, something like that. No, I was out of the money last week for with both teams. Oh wow! So yeah, that uh, that really helped you. Um, one person has Alex Norn this week. That'd be you, sir. <laughs> That'd be me. <laughs> Uh oh boy oh boy, where's everyone at this week? Sixty on Deschambeau, forty nine on Rory, thirty four on Reed. Um, I can't be right. This is week nine. What week are we in? Is this gonna be week ten? Uh, yes, I think so. I'm looking at the wrong week. Last week was week nine, right? Right. Yeah. Sorry, looking at the wrong week. Let's start over. Which is interesting. Reset. Last week, uh, 130 people had Tiger. <laughs> yeah, there you go. 130 people had Tiger out of 480. Got a big old goose egg. All right. Um, Alex Norton this week. Two people. <laughs> Me and one other person have Norton this week. Okay. So... Not too bad there if he pulls it out. 102 on Brooks Kepka, most popular pick. 72 on Jason Day. 55 on Justin Thomas. Only 10 on Tiger this week. That's pretty much it. And then pretty sporadic after that. How many people have more? Uh, McElroy. Seven. Okay. Wow. Interesting. He's got a little bit of history there, though. He's been playing it well of late. Okay. Uh, 26 on Tommy Fleets. Yeah, so it so- sounds like Scott and uh, Poulter are, are uh, down there. Adam Scott, eight. There we go. Um, and Poulter, four. <laughs> okay. Stu's looking to make moves. Yeah, we week. are definitely. Uh, yeah, we are. If one of our guys pulls it out, we'll definitely, outside of Brooks. Um, be be moving past a lot of people this week. 
Making some moves. Here we go. Got any dark horses this week? Um, dark horses, yes. So I, I've decided to go with a new strategy this week for my personal betting. Um, I, I've loaded up the, the eight starting guys from our big league. Uh, put money on all them to, to win. So we got uh, McElroy, 12 to 1. Molinari, 22 to 1. Um, Adam Scott, 40 to 1. Jason Day, 40 to 1. Poulter, 55 to 1. And uh, Norin, 125 to 1. I also uh, decided to steer away from Day and replace him with DJ at 12 to 1. So then. My new strategy this week is instead of just putting the money on the, the, the ones, fives, and twenties, I loaded up all those same guys, top 20 finish. Figured I could try to hedge my bet uh, with them. So I'm getting anywhere between negative 165 for DJ and Rory uh, up to 3.6 to 1 for Norin. But I also threw in the top 20. Cabrera Bayo, who I'm just so hot on. Yep. And the guy made me <laughs> keep he's the fire, only, keep fire only guy him. who made me money last week. Uh, and my dark horse uh, for both the win and the top 20 is Barnrat. Happy Barnrat. Who he's coming off of, uh, I want to say, yeah, T11 was, last was, week. Yeah, he was playing well last week. Yeah. And the week before, he also, yeah. I think, was in the top 20. Yeah, he's, he's definitely so, been around. Yeah. So yeah, he's been he's been close, but top twenty he's paying four and a half to one, and to win, uh, he's like a uh, hundred and fifty or one hundred and seventy five to one. I so, like that strategy a lot better, Stu. It's so, so hard to pick winners that I think top twenty is probably a better hedge. I know you're not getting as better. As it is, and odds. I think the the problem. Well, and the problem was, I mean, I was picking winners and top twenties and top fives, but I was spreading it out, and I was throwing in random people, and I was like, okay. If you're going to pick them to win, just pick them as a top 20, and that's like your hedge. You put, and then I'm putting reduced dollar amounts on the wins. So I'm only going to put, I think I only put a dollar, maybe $2 on everybody for the win, which before I was I was going a little bit higher, as high as 5 to 8. Um, and then now on the top 20, I've increased the bets there. So, yeah, man, I'm just going with a more conservative, slower tactical approach to chip away at the losses that have accumulated of me just getting completely annihilated for the last nine weeks. Week 10, we've got to reverse it. We've got to do something. The season is long, but it's not that long. And, uh, you know, we're getting close to the halfway point here, so I, I've got to start chipping away. Yeah, the learning curve is, is <laughs> over, Stu. It, it's over. Uh, yeah. So, uh, so yeah, we're, we're going to have to see what happens. Um. You still at the bottom of the barrel in the small pool? I am still bottom of the barrel, man. I uh, I think I'm like 25th or 6th out of the 30. Woof. Second half team. Yep. Here's, that's that's what we're looking for. Yep. Yeah, I'm still like top 10 out of 32 or whatever it is. Only one person on Molinari, so not too much damage last week. Yeah. But uh, not sharing Rory with like six people, so. Um, we'll see what happens there as well. Who are you gonna? Who are you eyeballing for the small pool? Um, 
I don't know. Who'd I? Took Rory last week. I don't know if I've fired Fleetwood yet. Fleetwood might be a good pick here. So maybe good. him. Okay. Um, yeah, I love, I love Tommy Fleets. That long flowing hair out with the northerly wind. It just, I mean, it just sounds good, you know? Yeah, I mean, some he's got some, the flow. So, some solid betting logic there. The northerly yeah, he, wind will blow his hair in the correct direction. You know, it's uh, <laughs> you know, aren't aren't him and aren't him and Molinari like weren't they weren't they partners? Yeah. Um, Molly, so, uh, Mollywood, man. So I yeah, so I think they, uh, they are. You Mol- gotta go back to you gotta go back to back, man. Molly Molly got the love last week. Fleetwood get the love. Ooh, this week. there Molly you go. Sense. That's you know? a, that's even more solid betting logic right there. <laughs> You know, that's genius, Stu. Some, you know, sometimes I come up with ideas. That is genius. <laughs> I think you just locked in my pick for the week. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I'm You're really welcome. Complete sidebar. I hate how the media calls them Mollywood. Yeah. Like I oh. get it. They're trying to make it sound like Hollywood, but you don't change their name to make it sound like Hollywood. You use their name, so it should be Mollywood, right? <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Hey-o. Is that a we motorcycle? A, we got a motorcycle cruising down the center line. Uh, that's illegal, sir. That y- is illegal. Y- yikes! <laughs> good thing you didn't. Good thing yeah, you didn't good, swear. You might. You might good, see him in a few minutes, too. Good thing. Yeah, good thing I'm not merging lanes to wipe him out. He might. He might cause another pile up, and uh, he might. Might be another two and a half hours till you get home. Well, it only makes sense that you would pick Fleetwood too. On him. Um, so no, no, thank you. I'm gonna have to go back and figure out how to get Fleetwood into the next. <laughs> I really hope I haven't picked him in the small league. Um, love it, absolutely love it. Um, solid bet, think, solid betting logic here. Yeah, well, I think they're trying to do you know the, the like the what was it the Benefer with with Ben Affleck and Jennifer. Yeah. Uh, you know, they're just trying to do that, trying to be creative, which it's it's old man. I, I hear you. Um, yeah, the Europeans are way more uh, way more creative when it comes to that kind of stuff. Um, my intro was not original. I uh, During the Ryder Cup last year, there was a post from the European tour um, of the European fans doing that chant for uh, Fleetwood and Molinari. Friggin' awesome! Makes me want to run through a brick wall. Really, enjoy- I watched it like a hundred times. I'll, I'll <laughs> whatever, send, get, I'll send whatever it to gets you. you fired up. Hey, whatever. Man. For sure, and yeah, it just makes sense. It just makes well, I, sense. I thought I was being creative, you know. After after Molly dropped his uh, his putt, and he, and you know, I, I had to wait until it was official uh, for the rest of the guys to finish. But you know, I, I posted on Twitter um, the some hashtags, you know, Italy, pizza, lasagna, uh, thinking, you know, go Italy and no joke. Like while I was typing it and then I hit send, I, I scroll down through my, my inbox and like two, two posts before that, uh, golf channel had posts like a, a, a sub round interview of, 
him, you know, what are you going to do? He's like, oh, I'm just going to go back to my room and eat some pizza to celebrate. <laughs> <laughs> then I got to get in my car and, and drive out to TPC Sawgrass. I'm like, yes, he actually, he actually is going to eat pizza. He's just a normal guy like the rest uh, of us. Yeah, I'm like, well, stereotypes actually do work sometimes. <laughs> Did the, the uh, Italians even invent pizza? Uh, I don't know, man. I, I would assume, but uh, it's, a, it's an Italian word. Pizza. It's a pizza. <laughs> pizza is an Italian <laughs> word. Yeah. Oh, I always thought it was like an American, like a American. No um, man, I think I think they they invented pizza, but it's uh it's not the exact same. You know, they like the flatbread, uh, like the wood wood fired, um, and then they put on the 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 tomatoes. So I think they do like the margarita. Um, I mean, Wikipedia says it's a savory savory dish of Italian origin. So, I mean, yeah. If Wikipedia says so, then it's been vetted. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Yeah, I was gonna say I think I remember that from my uh, watching uh, Giada on the Food Network. Oh, Giada! <laughs> Giada! Oh boy! Oh. Giada! Her, ha- her hands are so perfect. Oh my god! <laughs> so Man, well man, so well manicured. So well manicured, and she's always just got the ripest, plumpest uh, vegetables uh, ingredients. Ingredients. <laughs> She's always massaging them and oiling them up. Oh, oh man, dude, man, man, you know, you know, my roommate, man, that we used to sit there on like Saturday or Sundays with our hangover and just watch Giada for hours. Going, <laughs> oh God, I, could you come over to our house and make me some of whatever the heck you're touching and like and and talk to us? Just talk to us, Giada. <laughs> she'd sprinkle in her italian and oh man yeah yeah she had I mean, she, had, she had the whole package that's for sure that is for sure yeah uh the term pizza good is- for you bobby flay <laughs> she's a bobby flay oh yeah man there was uh really there was a, oh yeah there's big scandal rumors man they both they both broke off their weddings with their uh no their, way uh, marriages and, and then they got together really yeah, they're not together anymore. Um, but yeah, they—that was the big scandal that they, you know, the rumor was they were having an affair prior to, and then oh no, then uh, yeah. well, they both work for the same channel when you're around a coworker that long. Oh man, I wonder if she likes mm-hmm. golf. Yeah, I wonder if she likes gambling on golf. Maybe we should give her a call. <laughs> Maybe I mean I I don't know. I think she's still single. I've seen her. I've seen a couple of her new episodes. Um, so yeah. I don't, I don't think she's wearing a ring anymore. I wonder if she knows that the term pizza was first recorded in 10th century in Latin manuscript from southern it- Italian town of Gaeta. Or, G- mm. or Gieta or whatever. Gieta. Yeah, yeah Gieta. G-A-E-T-A. I don't know. Maybe that's how she spells it. So, yeah. The modern pizza was invented in Naples. And then okay. variants have become popular in many countries. One of the most popular foods in Europe and North America. Uh, yeah, I think uh, I think you're a testament to that. What do you eat it like three or four nights a week? Uh, yeah, I'm trying to scale back. <laughs> <laughs> I vowed to myself that uh, I would. I'm back in the gym now. That I'd. This is going to be aggressive goal, but uh, that I'd only have pizza once a month. Oh, jeez. Yeah. So. Good luck. Good luck, sir. I don't know. It was pretty, I was going to say once a week, but 
I, I went with once a month, so we'll see how long I stick to that. I was going to say, I think once a week is probably hard enough. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. I've eaten, like, I've eaten so much pizza over the five or six months that I probably need to give whatever, uh, give my body a rest on the pizza. What's your go-to? Are you a Jax man? Not Jax, no. My wife loves the Jax. I love the Jax, too. Back in the day, um, I've evolved. My pizza evolution has really evolved. It's been, um, when I was younger, frozen pizzas were tombstones. And then I evolved into DiGiorno Rising Crust. And then, mm-hmm. but the crust is like cardboard, but the rest of it's really good. And then recently, I have I've tried them all too. I feel like recently I found Palermo's Thin Crust Supreme is excellent. Excellent. Um, And then DiGiorno just came out with a pan pizza. That's actually pretty good, but you got to get the Supreme. You can't go with the cheese. It's too, the cheese is too bland, but you get a crispy crust. Also something I learned recently from my sister and her wife. How do you cook your, how do you cook your frozen pizza? Do you just follow the instructions? Uh, well, I just put it, uh, in like the depending on the depending on the pizza, do you just look at the instructions and follow them, like I've done for the past like thirty eight years of my life? Not really. I mean, I I've just always I you know when when we got married, I actually got a, a pizza stone. Mm. So you know, I usually just warm that up in the in the oven, throw the pizza on. I mean, I'll follow the time, uh, but yeah, I use the pizza stone usually. My wife and her wife told me that cook it on five hundred. For like, so first of all, let it thaw a little bit. Um, don't throw it in straight from the f- freezer. And then throw it on 500. Cook it quick. So you kind of have to keep an eye on it, depending on the pizza. It has changed my frozen pizza game. And I just discovered this like two weeks before I made this commitment to myself. So I'm now longing for pizza even more. But it just it makes it really crispy and just brings out a different kind of flavor than, than usual. Okay. So oh, try so try that on for size. My, we'll it might it ta- it's, might takes your might take your jacks. You cook jacks on a pizza stone? Uh, jacks I usually don't because it's too thin. <laughs> jacks is usually too thin. But no, I, I mean I, I like the DiGiorno to your point the the thicker crust. I do the. Uh, you ever try the Screaming Sicilian brand? I, I think it's called. I have. I didn't like. Um, I didn't like their big pizza. I've tried. I think I tried like the cheese, which has like a bunch of different cheeses on it. It's super salty, which I do like salt, but it was a little too much for me. And I tried their Supreme too. I didn't like the big ones, but they have like the personal size ones that are actually pretty tasty. What about you? Yeah, so the uh, the Supreme is so I'm always like a uh, I like the Supreme uh, sometimes, but I'm usually like a, a pepperoni and sausage combo. Uh, is kind of my go-to and for all pizzas no matter what i usually uh am putting on my own cheeses on top of whatever it comes with whoa so so i always add you know whether it's fresh grated parmesan or mozzarella or cheddar cheese whatever the heck i got i'm a big cheese guy so i always have blocks of cheese uh in the in the fridge wow so anytime i'm making a pizza extra cheese uh you know and when you add that to the same point adds a whole nother layer of dimension and you can't have enough cheese man 
So for me, it's and you uh, sh- and you shred it. Not that you can't you do just, the pre-shredded. No, you got to shred it with a grater yourself. You yep. know, got to just. Uh, you know. Wow, I'm gonna try that, and I'm gonna explore some pizza. Add cheese and cook yeah. it at 500 quick. Yeah. It, so I don't know. It might be a game changer. It could be. I'd be careful, depending on if your cheese, you know, I don't know what type of cheeses you like. You know, the hard cheeses, it would probably be okay. But if you do kind of a softer cheese, like a mozzarella at 500, um, it might get a little bit, might get a little bit too. Yeah, but it's frozen when it comes out of the, out of the freezer. True. If you're using, if you're using fresh mozzarella, which is like you know, oh, nice you're and soft and gooey. It. Burn it. Yeah, you're, you're going to burn the top, man. So. We have to go two phases. Slow and low. You got to go slow and low. Got, no, got to go two phases. Two phases. Put it, yeah, put it in, put put it in put for like four minutes, take it out, sprinkle some more cheese on it, put it back in for four minutes. Yeah, or just go fresh right on top, man. Oh, this, this is interesting. A little, little wow. creamy on the salty? Yeah, that sounds delicious. I, might, I, might, I think I need to uh, adjust my goal. Two, pe- yeah. two pizzas a month. Two pizzas a week. <laughs> That's what I was doing. <laughs> I was easily averaging that over the past five months. Easily. Oh. Well, if, especially if you're eating stuff like Jack's, I mean, that's just a meal. If like, not, you make yeah. one of those, it's oh. just a meal. That's so what I liked like, about the Palermo is, is like it was it was very thin, so I could eat the whole thing and not feel gross about it. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, like try, trying to pound like an entire DiGiorno rising crust pizza by yourself in one sitting, a little, no. r- little rough. No. Yeah. And re- reheated frozen pizza ain't the greatest. Definitely not, unless it's super deep dish. So I was that was my next question. Where do you get your deep dish from in Chicagoland? Oh, DiGiorno, uh, DiGiorno, uh, frozen out. No, um, I I tend to go to um, oh God, what's it called? Uh, Lou Malnati's yep. is is my go to. Loses loses the jam. Yeah, there's there's one right by my house. Um, so it's uh, it's great, and and what I love there too is. They, they do the, you can get the personal or they always have slices there. You know, you just grab and go. Ooh. So there's uh there's that. There's also a little Caesars right by the house, okay. which my my wife loves the little Caesars just for the dipping sauce, okay. which I can't blame her. The dipping sauce is good. With their five, um, with their $5 hot and ready. $5 hot and ready. You throw the garlic butter and uh, yeah, it's great going down, but not so great coming out. Ugh. Ugh. <sighs> All right. Uh, <laughs> Molinari has officially derailed our entire episode. <laughs> Thank you, Molinari. It's a talk, pizza. I could talk pizza for hours, days, weeks, years. Frozen pizza connoisseur for sure. All right, Stu. Um, whatever Tommy Fleetwood's favorite meal is, we'll be discussing that next week. Hopefully. Bangers and mash. All right, Stu. Well, hopefully you don't see that motorcyclist uh, soon here. And uh, best of luck this week in in your gambling, in your in your betting this week. I'm I'm latching on, buddy. So uh, best of luck to me and you because <laughs> now now I've officially grabbed onto the coattails. I'm gonna start riding away. Oh man, if you ice me, oh, <laughs> oh, do not ice me, Stu.
Oh, we're, we're going to give it one week tester. If it's, if it's an immediate effect, uh, I got I to gotta step out. <laughs> Any, the, any, the, anyone can the, win this week, too. I know. Oh man! Oh boy! Nah, we get, we'll give it a we'll give it more of a sample size in one week. But uh, yeah, feeling good about this. A little beginner's luck in your league too, so you got to ride the beginner's luck as well. I'm looking for anything I can get, my my friend. So uh, come on, golf gods, please look down on me. I've done nothing but uh, spend lots of good, good, hard-earned money. Uh, please return the favor. <laughs> there we go. A little nod to the gods. Tempo is everything, perfection unattainable. As the body coils now to the top of the swing, there's a slight hesitation. A little nod to the gods. A, a nod to the gods? Yeah, to the gods. That he is fallible. That perfection is unattainable. All right, Stewie, you keep tuning in. Your wallets will get fatter. <laughs> get them all. Game ball. All about the Benji's I should have pulled out some of my uh, my college days uh, with all the devices I had for pizzas in my dorm room. <laughs> the, the the pizza Hot Wheel, the uh, the online drunken buying sprees infomercials with all the gadgets I bought for pizzas. <laughs> um, you know, there was this one. It was like it the pizzas like uh, you know the triangle slicer that you know after you cut it you have the slice thing to to pull the to pe- the pizza out. Yeah, so like had, the spatula. Yeah, so they had like a triangle spatula, but then on on the side, like connected to it, it was a scissors on like a swivel. So you like, you know, you snipped the pizza and then it swiveled to the other side of the spatula. You snipped and then you just pulled it out and like, you know, you basically could just cut, cut and then pull your slice out. Um, so yeah, dude, I, I when I was drunk back in college, I used to watch these infomercials late at night and just have these brainy ideas like I have to have that. And I would like wake up, you know, a week later and have like mail. I'm like, what the fuck is this? And, and like I totally forget ordering it. And I check my credit card. I'm like, oh shit, I bought. I got drunk and ordered infomercial shit again. <laughs> again, not just like, once. Yeah, again. Like, and uh, yeah, so I got this pizza cutter. And dude, I was so excited. I'm like, wow, fuck, man, I actually wanted that. Now, I, okay. So I go to use it, and I'm not kidding you. I slice the one slide, I move it over to the other, and I go to snip, and the thing like completely just de- derails, breaks. I'm like, motherfucker! <laughs> now I just got scissors and a spatula, but they're not connected. What good is that? <laughs> like, it has to be connected to work. Uh, yeah. Oh, again, great. I had uh, I woke up to 20 pounds of just brick chocolate, and it had all this like it was like an ice cube uh, tray where you were basically supposed to melt the chocolate in your own pot and then you pour it into these like you know icicle or ice cube trays right. and put them in your freezer and then you'd have basically you know your own homemade chocolate in in that sounds really messy so it's like yeah I, I wake up one day and there's this fucking big ass box and i go to pick it up and it's heavy as shit i'm like what the fuck is it i look and there's just a brick of chocolate i'm like 
what? Same thing, just drunk infomercial. Yeah, I got to make my own chocolate. <laughs> that looks awesome. I need 20 pounds of it. Make like, your own oops. anything. <laughs> like, oops. <laughs> like, okay, that was not the smartest purchase. <laughs> this is all in college, too. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, all college. It's like, what the I would, fuck is I it? would save so much money on chocolate. <laughs> like, that's exactly, I'm like, what was I thinking? Like, I don't buy all this chocolate, number one. Number two, like, 20 pounds? Like, what did I think I was going to do with it? Like, turn around and start selling it as my own? Should have. Like, like, I don't know what I was thinking. But, yeah. That's hilarious. That was, always, that was always the running joke. I'd just show up at the bar. I'm like, hey, you guys want some chocolate? I got some. Cho- I got a bag of chocolate here. Like, People are looking at me like, what's in it? Is there weed in there or something? Like, no, man, it's just chocolate. You want some chocolate? <laughs> I made it. That's hilarious. <laughs>